명! 템! 신! 야! 오라 진짜! You have the power. Power playthrough, a Power Rangers retrospective. My name is Dan. My name is Freddie, and this is a uh, another Die Ranger episode. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah buddy. What do you got to say? What do you got to say? Uh, up front, up front. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, just go ahead and say it. I'm super stoked because we finally got a Kazu episode. Oh, and it was dope. It's been, it's been. We've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, we've been waiting. What episode is this? This is going to be... Because what disc were we on? This is disc two for this one, so it's 10, 11, 12. Okay, so it's 10 through 12. It's our fourth episode of it feels like It feels like we've had nine Daigo episodes. Yeah. Uh, a Shoji episode, and then, like, Rio in the very first episode. We had a Rio and a Rin episode up front. Yeah. And then... Nine another Rin. We had another Rin episode, yeah. and then all... Daigo and Shoji yeah. episodes with a little sprinkling of Rio and his daddy in there. Yeah. Daigo, 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 and Daigo. Oh, the five greatest rappers of all time. Yeah. I know we've already done this a bit, but like it it really has it feels like a lot of Daigo episodes. Not to knock da- Daigo, like I like I like the character a lot. But uh we're starting off with a Daigo episode. <laughs> well, where we left off yeah. and uh they saved Kujaku the the Peacock Gouda. Yeah, the embodiment of the Peacock Gouda. Yeah. Gouda. The Peacock Gouda cheese. Daigo is... Oof. He's infatuated with her. Yeah. And uh, he's showing her everything she's missed in the past 6,000 years. Showing her mm-hmm. parrots. Oh, this episode, oh, by birds. the way, is called Ah, the Vengeful Goddess. Uh, it originally aired April 30th, 1993 in Japan. Mm-hmm. We don't know the director or the writer. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be like that Sentai wise, but um, we start off with yeah, Kujaku is just with a lot of birds. Yeah, birds, maybe, uh, birds and are beautiful probably like flowers and stuff. Like yeah, that. maybe birds are flocking to her. I mean, she's the peacock Buddha, so probably right. Yeah, the goddess of beauty. And Daigo, Daigo is with her. The rest of the Rangers are like behind a palm tree. They're they're creeping. They're just letting that boy cook. They let that boy. Cook. That's exactly what they're mm, doing. Mm, yeah. mm. They're letting Daigo cook. Um, they see him frying up that bacon. She talks about the past, how she got uh, sucked into the mirror. What, yeah, yeah, What did it? So in the past, during the Great War, she encountered uh, Gara, the 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 Gorm, one of the Gorma generals. Yeah, she she was uh, injured. She was like all bloodied up, and she showed compassion to her. Yeah, she says, "Okay, well, let's get you in." Goes, "You're a die. I'm a I'm a Gormo. Yeah. What are you What are you doing?" Goes, "You're injured." We take care of the injured. Yeah, and she says you're you know you're so merciful or for you know you're such a what how'd she put it? Um, maybe I have it here. She just like you know shows, you're shows the compl- goddess of beauty. Yeah, you're beautiful inside and out. Yeah, and so that kind of gets to Kujaku's head. Yeah, and so she looks in the like well, later on like she looks in the. the Gara fl- goes, I need water, please. Get yeah, water. she goes to the. There's like a body of water right there, and she yeah. goes to look into it, and she starts admiring herself. Like, I am pretty cute. You know what? She's I'm feeling cute. And uh, and that, the that mirror master or master oh, mirror man. master makeup. Mirror master makeup. Yeah, his tongue comes. His gross tongue comes out. Wraps. We thought up. we were done with it, but no, we get a little bit more because yeah, his tongue darts out of the water, wraps it her sucks up, sucks her up, and that's how she got caught in the mirror. And it was a trap laid by Gara. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks uh, real bad. We go back to present day, and Gara appears before Kujaku. Mm-hmm. And they, and, uh, they, she's like, "Nah, we doing this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have like a little verbal spar, and Kujaku goes at her. And it's, Daigo, it's like a, it's like a video from World Star Hip Hop where it's like two a.m. in the taco shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really, yeah, it's she's really like, aggressive. You looked at my boyfriend. It's going down. Yeah, it's, it's it's real aggressive. A lot of vitriol in this fight. Daigo gets in away and gets smacked around for it. Kujaku lays him out. 
and says like, you know, I appreciate you freeing me, but you have no idea yeah. what what I went through. You yeah. know, like so. I was trapped in a mirror for six thousand years. Yeah. While this is happening, we get introduced to our monster of well, the effects of our monster yeah. for this episode because there's a bunch of people having a great day in the park. The cherry blossoms are blossoming. Yeah. Blooming. And uh, they're falling to the ground, and they're incensing people. They're making them rage. Yeah, they're and they're just and they just start fighting. Their faces are contorting, and like people are just going to war with each other. It's a real like soccer hooligan kind of scene. Yeah, everyone's choking each other and fighting. It's just turning all of Japan into the two a.m. taco shop. Yeah, Shoji's in the back just yelling "World Star." <laughs> Pretty much. Um, uh, after that. Kujaku heads over to the museum and she sees an exhibit about Peacock Buddha and uh, she's kind of looking for guidance of what to do from the Peacock Buddha. Yeah. And uh, meanwhile, the Die Ranger are trying to like stop everyone. Stop the entire city from from fighting. Yeah. Because it is going off right now. Kujaku way of doing it is just darting people. Yeah. I don't know if they live or not because we don't see, but she just throws... Like the peacock feathers that are and just stabbing people. Yeah, and uh, Daigo catches one. Yeah, like, he protects a civilian from getting one. Yeah, and she says, "Daigo, in this battle, there is no mercy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kill these people." Yeah, and uh, she uh, says, "Mercy is worthless." Yeah, is her words on that. The Rangers are recovering from being like jumped. By yeah. every citizen in the city, uh, at back at back at home base, uh, tending to their wounds and whatnot. And when they said like, "Well, we got to go deal with this this uh, this monster that's doing this," before they all start to head out, but Daigo is stopped by uh, Master uh, uh, Master Kaku, Master Kaku, yeah, and he kind of warns her about like. You know, she is correct that you are showing too much mercy. But he said, like, you, you, how do you put it? You become a true warrior or an honest warrior by using that? Yeah. Like, he, I forgot the way he put it, but it comes around. Um, it's kind of like you can be correct and you can yeah. win a war by being merciless. Or you can, like, hearts and minds win yeah. with mercy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, um, that whole thing I really like. I forgot who said it. But he says, but it's kind of a thing where, like, hate doesn't beat hate. Yeah. Love doesn't always beat hate, but it can. You know, yeah. like, okay, like, and regardless, at the end of the day, you know, if you show nothing but compassion, while well, they still be who they be, like, at the end of the day, people are at least going to know, you know, that's the unreasonable person. Yeah. You know? So, uh, it comes around in, uh, when uh, Daigo ends up fighting our, our monster, and we meet our monster, who is the Viscount... Viscount Cherry Blossom? Yes. Or Cherry Blossom Viscount as but the proper way. When we meet our monster, uh, Kujaku walks up to Viscount Cherry Blossom and goes, oh, are you here to defeat me? And goes, no. Where's Gara? Yeah. Gara and uh, Kujaku get into a big battle. Yeah, it's like swords versus daggers. Yeah. Fire breath versus uh, chi power levitation. Yeah, she, um, let's and see. The Viscount the peacock, is just watching. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, go ahead. Uh, we see the peacock fan attack, which is pretty cool, which makes her transform into a, a, fi- a flaming peacock that attacks Gara. Yeah, before that stuff, though, like, Gara uses the yo power and levitates a bench. Oh, yeah, throws her through a bench. That's right, yeah. Uh, the first thing she does is, like, she uses her, like, yo powers and makes yeah, the this yo energy powers. ball and mm-hmm. throws it at her, and uh, Kujaku just knocks it out of the way, levitates the bench, throws it at her, There's and the- then breathes fire at her. And they they clash with with, with their their weapons, and they end up having a beam battle. And this is kind of like, uh, it gets a little, it gets a little dicey here. It gets a little dicey, a little hard to follow and because they have a beam battle, and the like the power is too much and it explodes or evenly matched, and they both go flying out of frame. Yeah. Uh, then the fight with uh, Viscount with the Rangers happens. Yes. So uh, we. Daigo kind of goes one on one with Viscount Cherry Blossom, and while the, the other Die Ranger face the Cutpotros. Yeah, and we get to see what uh, Kaku meant because uh, Daigo uses a new technique called the Lion Fist Empty Innocence, where he like it, it's. But just, this is after the Viscount counters an attack and takes the Diren Rod from him. 
All right, excuse, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Power play. <laughs> Viscount takes the yeah. Viscount takes his uh, what is his called? Is well, it's a die diron rod, but uh, it, they each it's have like their the lion own... pendulum or something like that. No, yeah. that's that's his different weapon. Oh, this yeah. is the rod with the uh, with the blade at the yeah, end. the fan at the end of it. Yeah, he takes it from him, and that's when uh, he uses what Kaku's advice and uses the uh, lion empty, fist empty innocence empty innocence technique where he loses all will to fight. But he's perfect at dodging because he doesn't want to fight. Yeah, he's just like centered passiveness, just like a uh, what's that called? A like nonviolent protest kind yeah. of thing, where he just dodges every attack, just wears out Viscount, and then uh, in turns attacks him, like a uh, attacks him once uh, Viscount is wears himself out and is vulnerable. Yeah, he uh, takes his Diron Rod back and then does his uh, Heavenly Star technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Viscount. Uh, does the typical monster thing, which is makes himself big with what are they called? The enlargement bombs or something? Yeah, yeah they're just called enlargement bombs. <laughs> Them enlargement bombs. Yeah, man. Yeah, just yeah, and we go to some Dyreno action, and unfortunately for Viscount, when it comes to Dyreno, Dyreno runs things absolutely. Yeah, in this one, there is no they. They form Dyreno, and then they immediately... Viscount what's talks... Yeah, great, great oh, oh, Master Sword Storm and Slash attack? Uh, it's like Storm and Sea attack or something. Yeah. Uh, I had it somewhere. It's, it's Great King Sword, Storm and Sea. Yes. Yeah, they just wrecked this dude. Like, he... His attack... What uh, Viscount gets in is a little bit of trash talk, and then he gets handled. Like, because the sword comes out yeah. and it just gets ruined. Like, like I, there's... Dyreno has not had... There's going to be a point where Dyreno has trouble. You have to. But at the you same... You have to, but... Like, at this point... They're really... They, it's the most OP neck. <laughs> yeah. This is a proper push. This is early, This is a Braun Strowman's push. You this know? is Rusev's first year. Rusev's first year push, yeah. It's just perfectly done where you're just like oh this guy's you know he's it he's he's serious yeah you ain't you ain't getting one over on him because Dyreno has handled everything he has just been super powerful yeah against all these monsters um how the episode wraps up is Daigo goes to the same museum that Kajaku was and he's looking at a mural of the peacock buddha and he wonders, uh, like, if he'll ever meet her again. And he uses the feather and his chi connection to Kujaku. Yeah. And Kujaku tells him that, like, you know, he was right to hold on to his uh, compassion. Yeah. Um, but, and said, like, it, like uh, Kujaku, does she... she is, looks, it, is it her or is it the narrator that says that they'll meet again? Uh, it's the narrator that says... She's kind of like... It won't be the last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember that we have our chi connection, and then the narrator kicks in and is like, "This won't be the last time that yeah, Daigo sees Kujaku again." But when will that day come? You know, yeah. like like just let let stay tuned because you know you're going to see more Kujaku because their chi is connected. And... Yeah, uh, like I don't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this one was like this one. Pulled no punches. There's, like, no room to back off and, like, make jokes on this episode. Yeah, there really isn't. Like, I mean, it's... Uh, maybe there's some funny stuff with, like, the civilians. When they go well, angry, their, their they get the... they get real contorted. They get weird. the Gorma makeup, yeah. you know? Like, the kind of kabuki theater kind of stuff going yeah. on. Not with the white, but, like, the eyeliner. It's that Gorma gonna get you thing. Gorma gonna get you look. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> or if, you get, if you get that stare from someone... You're in, you're in trouble. You, you like you know, you know you in for it. Yes. Yeah. You're in for a Gorma time. Uh, yeah, it's a good episode. It's just straight up continuation of the previous episode. Don't be vain. Yeah. And uh, it wraps it up pretty uh, concisely. Uh, the next episode, um, Magnet Goss, is how yes. it's uh, in the Shout Factory DVD. How it's listed and, and how I wrote it, but uh-huh. also Goss with a magnet. There's also the other working. Not working title, but the other title, you know. Uh, the air date of this one was May 7th, 1993. And uh, we're in a Shoji episode. Yeah, Shoji is jogboxing, I have down here. <laughs> well, he... 
it's kind of funny because he's like jogging and then he like stops for a second. And he sees this girl up ahead and he's like, mm-hmm. oh, there she is. Yeah, and this he, very pretty girl named Natsumi. Yeah, he joins up with her and he's like, oh, fancy seeing you here again. It's like we run into each other all the time. Yeah, so like Shoji's orchestrating this. Yeah, definitely. This, he's definitely orchestrating this uh, meeting, having these uh, happenstance meetings with yeah. her. Or these chance meetings with her, I should say. And he like, he's doing like he's he does like he jogs and in interval starts doing like one one twos well, like, one two twos his you know, hands like, are all wrapped up like he's a fighter yeah uh he's got a beautiful blue tracksuit too yeah he does <laughs> and she's like oh you box you know that's awesome i'd love to learn how to box you so should I, teach me how to box yeah shoji, whew, shoji is feeling good because yeah. she's she's like it seems like she's totally into him and she's feeling the kid yeah and they go back to Kaku's lair, and Shoji's just like, "Oh, Shoji, oh, listen to that. He was that he is a box like like he was a boxer, and when he was younger, they called him Bullet Shoji." Yeah, oh, yeah, you you pop for that one. Yeah, I like that name, Bullet Shoji. Uh, when he gets back, he's talking to the Die Ranger, and he's like, oh, "She's just great. She's perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna see her." Yeah, he's like stunting and stuff. He's like, "You guys have no idea how into me she is," and uh. We, Kazu and Ryo are like, oh, do you mean because she doesn't know the difference between a man and a crying child? <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they like they sync up on that. They sync up on that roast. Yeah, it's um, we get introduced. Roast mode. <laughs> we get introduced to the magnet priest. Well, that, that's how I had him written, and then we find out that they they. Do call him the Magnet Priest. This is guy walking around in a lick. Oh, he's a real fun guy. I like him a lot. He was so cool. Um, Magnet Priest or Father Magnet, we see written here. Uh, Let's go with Magnet Priest. I I'll, like that more. That's what Gara called him. You yeah. Know? So I'm like, he's Magnet Priest. But we see he breaks the fourth wall. He talks to us directly. Yeah. Before yeah. He, before he goes and does his thing, and we see... He's, like, walking around with his little magnet that's half red, half blue. There's an N and an S on it because he's a magnet man. And yeah, he's coming across a bridge where this happy couple is walking by him. And he stops him immediately. The girl's like, oh, we don't want anything. Yeah, no, he's like, oh, talk to me like that. Put slaps them both with yeah. the north hand. Yeah, he negative... I'm going to say it's negative charge and south yeah. is positive. Is that how it works? It doesn't matter. Anyway, he negatively charges both of them. So when that happens, you know, like you said, opposites attract, right? So so since they're the same, they're uh, repelled by each other. Yeah. But since they're on a bridge, the dude goes flying off the side of the bridge and he's barely hanging on to the railing while she goes flying into the side. Then he positively charges well, before sign. That, before that, she's like, no, no, let me help you. And his name's like, um, I don't know his name. It didn't matter. Yeah. Uh... She's like reaches for him and goes no 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 and he goes I found you a new yeah boyfriend. yeah this is, like he positively charges the sign that has a picture of this like workman on it yeah or it's like it's like a sign saying construction happening or whatever and there's this like little cartoon of a workman on it and her face gets slammed into it yeah like and she can't pull her face off it this dude's funny <laughs> uh, we see uh, Shoji talking to Rin and like. Trying, trying to, uh, yeah, he's, he's like begging like, her to help. He's like, can you casually be around and see if she likes me? Yeah, like, please help me out. Please help me out. You're a girl. You you know girl things. Can you help me out with her? Please, 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 please. You're a girl. Can you be girl and girl? <laughs> help? Huh? Me? Shoji? Yeah, she, she eventually, like, she agrees to do it. Yeah. But as they're walking up the steps to this flower ice cream cafe... Yeah. It's flowers and ice cream, not ice cream made to look like flowers. It or could vice be. For, it's for Japan. Some. They do. It very... could be, I guess. You're right. Yeah. Um, but Magna Priest is eating an ice cream cone messily, by the way. Like, yeah, it just, is on his face everywhere. Dude, no tact with his ice cream eating. It's just everywhere. And he tries. So he sticks out his rod and he puts on the butt of Shoji. He yeah. negatively charges Shoji's butt. Yeah. And he tries to do the same to Rin, but Rin is. She gets out of the she way. She scurries away. She gets out of the way too fast. And so he gets real mad, and then he... Just jams the cone down his throat. finishes the ice cream cone. Like, he... It's like he punishes the ice cream cone. He's like, oh, you can't get her butt? <clears throat> he punishes that ice cream cone for his disappointment. 
when they go up to um, when they go up to the cafe and they see uh, Natsumi, uh, Magnet Priest uh, neg- negatively charges her as well. Yeah. So we don't we don't really know that at this point. Yeah. So Shoji. But we kinda... do we do see the end on her. Yeah. Shoji runs up and is like, "Oh hi, it's good to see you here. Meet my friend Rin." And Rin goes to shake her hand, and Shoji goes in for one too. But the charge hits, and she starts. She gets, she gets flown into a cement wall. <laughs> yeah, and Shoji gets knocked away as well. But it's not that bad for him. Yeah, not that bad. But like, yeah, she gets thrown into a cement wall. First off, he's a ranger. This is just the normal, you know, teenage girl. Yeah, she I gets mean... thrown into a wall, uh, pretty viciously. Uh, Rin goes to help him. Uh, Magnet Priest is having a bit of fun at the park. Yeah, he's, he's the... separate. He put, uh, there's a there's a mother and a child, and he makes them both negative, flings them like we see this child go flying. It's very similar to the episode where uh, the Doris Sphinx was changing people into trees. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. The kind of fling away that that. Yeah, that did. the on uh, the the w- good wire work. Yeah, very good wire work. Gara comes to the park, but Magnet Priest, like when he's having fun, he's like cha 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 cha. Yeah, he's got like it's a Jimmy Durante thing. Is yeah. that Jimmy Durante? Mm, man, no, no one's gonna get that reference. I mean, anyone young isn't gonna get there. He's, but yeah, it's a cha 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 kind of thing. Yeah, going, like cha 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 cha. Um, yeah, Gara shows up. I forgot what she even says to him. She, she uh, I have here, Gara shows up. Gara shows up and is like, oh, you're doing good work. You're doing good work, Magnet Priest. Yeah. Don't overexert yourself. Oh, yeah, that's right. Don't, yeah, remember, the Rangers are your focus. Don't overexert yourself. Mm-hmm. Shoji and Ren show up. Uh, when he does, if Magnet, he when sh- they sh- do. He sh- shots into Magnet Man. Yeah, into, yeah, his, maybe that's Father Magnet. Maybe goes to Magnet Priest to Father Magnet. I well, know. I mean, Father Magnet would be a Magnet Priest. Yeah, I know. I just usually, but usually these uh, these uh, Gorma have for their civilian form, they have a name, and then they have their monster form. Hmm. Like they. So I thought maybe maybe Father Magnet's name. Like, yeah, I'm wasting too much time on that. <laughs> but it, yeah, we get into a fight. Uh, he. Hits, uh, he hits Shoji with a finishing move called well, because he notices that he had already tagged him, yeah. So he pulls him in with his rod, yeah, and he connects him to the rod and just kind of smashes him around a bunch. Yeah, and he uses his finishing move, Super Electric Tornado, yep. Well, all the while, Protoss are attacking and Rin's dealing with them, but the finishing attack hits Shoji so hard that it like knocks him out of morph, yeah. It's pretty, pretty sick, yeah, and uh. At that point, he they end up back in Master Kaku's lair, mm-hmm. and he wakes up and he's like, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "Well, you got beat up," and they're like, "Oh, well, the magnet thing. Yeah. You're not going to be able to beat him. You have to figure out a way to use his magnetism against him." Yeah, Kaku doing the Kaku thing again, yeah. where he's like, "No, you got to learn." Doesn't, he doesn't tell you. Yeah, he just points you in a direction. Yeah, you got you got to learn to do this. Uh, he doesn't do a whole lot of hand-holding. I like Kaku. Yeah. But um, he goes to find uh, Natsumi, goes back to her work, uh, finds her locker at work. The place is empty. Finds her locker, and there's like a little keychain of a boxer. Yeah, that's, yeah. You know, and he thinks that blue. Not, he thinks that Natsumi's made a little, little doll of him. I don't know how, considering how this episode ends, I don't know how... I don't know how that tracks. What that what that means actually. Well, I mean, when we get there, maybe we'll... she just likes boxers. Maybe. Well, you know what? Let's not talk about it till we get. To okay, the end yeah, of the you're episode. right. You're right. So it turns out Nasumi is being chased by a car that is out of control. So the car is positively charged while she's negatively charged. Yeah. So the car is chasing her. Uh, there is a driver in this car. Yeah, this guy is freaking out. I'm losing control. Yeah, and uh, we had to watch this back because I. We think we so. Th- <laughs> let's just get to the end, like yeah. so that she's being chased by the car, and Shoji brings his motorcycle over it, and he's like, "All right, when I say now, you jump." She goes, "Yeah, but it's gonna chase you." And he's like, "Don't worry, I'm invincible. I'm invincible." Yeah, real cool. Yeah, he's all, but he says, oh, "I'm gonna ask you out afterwards." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the car chases him. This car is 
going. Yeah. He drives into this warehouse. The car follows him, uh, follows after him. He he flips the the bike around, and when the car is coming, Shoji revs it up, and it is able to jump the car yeah. just as it's coming. The car careens into this pole and explodes into a fiery blaze with what we thought was the driver inside. So I looked at it and went, Shoji just committed a murder. And, and we went back and watched it. And Freddie was like, no, there's no driver. There's no driver. There's definitely... Then a, there's and then a, we cut back, and there's a driver. Yeah. And he's like, I can't control it. And he just jumps out of the car. There, there's a, Yeah, it's a very, like, it's real fast where, where he jumps out of the car. Like, you could totally miss it. Because we missed it. Because we did miss <laughs> it. And you really, really think that for a split second here, that this man is, bar- like, this man is inside this flaming wreckage. Yeah. Just burning alive. Inside of a warehouse. Yeah. Well, while Shoji looks triumphantly on. Ew, ooh, yeah, it's it, for a moment there. You're like, what? You kind of get shocked. <laughs> yeah, and when, so Shoji leaves, and he decides that he's going to confront the magnet priest, mm-hmm. and uh, he shows up, and the Die Ranger follow. Yeah, and they're already changed. So he does his aura changer. Bam. Yeah. He lets him know. I I I love it because like in this fight. Shoji lets him know that he's the warrior of love. Yeah. I love that. Uh, that was real powerful stuff for me. Uh, but, uh, so, Magnet Priest uh, negatively charges all the Rangers. So yeah. they can't fight them together. Because if they go at them all together, they're going to get repelled. Well, they freak out because they can't use the Chi Bomber. Mm-hmm. They can't use the Chi Bomber because they can't bring it together. They can't really stand next to each other without, like... But they what they do is... Awesome. This is one of the coolest attacks we've seen. Yeah. They decide that they're all going to send a... They all they all make um, a magnet channel. So like how a train works, like the bullet train works, because, you know, Japan loves the trains. Like how the bullet train works, it's... Uh, or like in a... No, no, no. That's not the same thing. Anyway. How like bullet train works, it gets propelled by the negatively charged uh, magnet. So as it's going through these, it goes, boom, 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 you know? Yeah accelerating so they make like the same thing with their arms they make like a platform for like a train as shoji picks up speed and jumps through their arcs and with his fist forward living up to his nickname bullet shoji yeah because the the attack is called linear fist bullet train well (laughs) and it's cool because when he hops up he turns into this red energy that they shape like a bullet train. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like you. You told me that because I was looking down, taking notes at the time. But it's awesome. It's one of the coolest attacks we've had in the show. Love it. Yeah. Too bad it's not a regular thing because that was dope. Maybe it will be regular. No, it can't be because this is specific. I don't know. It was a sick, sick, sick sequence. Check it out. So, the Magna Priest has been hit so hard that yeah. the. The charges have all worn off of everybody. Yeah, and did he break like, his staff? No, they just it just wore the no. energy just like he's been defeated. So yeah, so he, he uses the enlargement grenade, pulls yeah. out of his belt, makes himself big, and this is the first monster to kind of get a hit on Dyreno because he, he shows up with a different weapon too. He's got his staff and he's got that huge magnet boomerang. Yeah, the horseshoe magnet he yep. calls it. Is it just a giant magnet that he throws on his chest? If you ever seen. Who framed Roger Rabbit when Eddie Valiant is fighting uh when fighting Judge Doom? Yeah. Remember he gets the magnet on him and he gets pulled into the, the, the box and he can't get himself off and the steamroller is coming and all that? Yeah. Like it's basically that where he gets a magnet on his chest and he can't get it off and uh and like uh Magnet Priest gets a couple attacks and but they charge their chi energy and <laughs> Dyreno's fists glow and he just like Rips that like a strong man with a like a telephone book. Yeah, you know, like he just he just yeah. tears that magnet in half, and and like it visibly scares Magnet Priest. Yeah, he gets out the sword, and we know what happens. Yeah, and you he, you already know. Yeah, Magnet and Magnet Priest like what my horseshoe magnet work as he's being cut in half, like it. Uh, whew. Cool though, very very cool. Yeah, the episode ends in a very funny manner. Um, Shoji is with Natsumi, 
and she he's talking to her and like it's it's sweet thing leading up to Shoji asking her out and she says you know you're such an inspiration to me you gave me the courage to ask out my crush oh like bomber and you can see Shoji's face <laughs> drop and he's like ask out your crush yeah. Ugh. Cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's. Oh boy. That, well, how did that work out? It's hardcore, man. It's, and she decides. She just turns around and runs away. And it's he's a, like, "Okay." It's the equivalent of the cool. <laughs> the handshake at the end of the date, you know, or just just uh, okay. I guess I'll call you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just I get a few week a few weeks to recover. Oh, it's so bad. He falls to the ground. The other ones, like the other rangers, come up and they're like, "No, don't worry about it." You know, yeah, man. Yeah. Your bullets, Shoji. You yeah. can you can get anything. And Shoji, because this is kind of like Shoji's character. He jumps up. He's like, "You're right. I'm a die ranger." You know, like. But as soon as he walks away, he sees like a happy couple walking together. And yeah, you see him just go. Oh yeah, that's uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he but he keeps going. He perseveres. A uh, good episode. In his mind, he he just saw Natsumi. He went, "That could be us, but you play it." <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? There is a reason they were both negatively charged. Yeah, yeah. You know, magnet. Maybe magnet priest isn't just being like just putting putting the charges willy nilly. Like he actually sees the charges in people. Yeah. So he's like, oh. There's a couple. They're both. Hey, wait. They're both negative, though. Let me fix that. And he makes them negative. He's like, "You ain't supposed to be together. You and your child. I don't know why, but you negatively charged too. You can't be together." Well, he had, the whole mother and child thing. He had a he had a thing where he was just like seeing parents together. It's not the gourmet way. It makes me sick. <laughs> do the uh, yeah. Do the. Mother and child say anything to him to set him off, or does he? No, he's just like, no, spare us, please. Yeah. He's like, no, your happiness is not the Gorma way. <laughs> yeah, um, good episode though, really, really good episode. Uh, the next episode, start of the show. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. We finally got him. He's here. We get an episode on him. This is called Drunk on Tofu. Yes. Air date, May 14th, 1993. Mm-hmm. Seven days later. This episode starts with a tofu vendor on his, like, Vespa. Yeah. Like, going around trying to sell tofu. No one buying it. No one want tofu. No. Mm-hmm. Kazu, though. But he goes back to his shop, mm-hmm. and there are, like, tofu women throwing rocks through his Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at his shop, and, like, he's talking to, I think it's his daughter? Yeah. Machiko. Yeah, Machiko, but, like, is that his daughter? It must be his daughter. Anyway, he goes back to his shop, and his daughter, Machiko, is like, why won't anyone buy tofu from us? And then these angry women throw bricks through the window. Or br- maybe it was tofu. No, they were bricks because uh, they bricks like the other... tofu? Maybe they were gorma tofu. Because we find gorma out that gorma tofu. tofu is stronger than rock. Yeah, yeah. So Kazu is eating lunch at this place. This is his favorite place to eat lunch. Well, no, he's at work, and Machiko's delivered it to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, he's cutting I, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He is cutting hair. He's doing his thing, which is being an awesome stylist. Excuse me. Yeah, Machiko brings him his lunch from her father's shop. And yep. he, this is his favorite spot. And she lets him know, like, my father isn't doing so well. I don't know what it is. And he's like, that's weird. That's This is my favorite place. This is my favorite place to get food from. Yeah. Outside, though, is just a grip of drunk bros. Including just, Tofu Dad. Yeah, <laughs> Tofu Dad who is painted up like a corpse from, like... Oh, yeah. No, this Gorma, it looks... He looks like a corpse Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like a finished black metal Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) Like, he looks... He looks... He looks like he's ready to do silent films and also burn down Christian churches. Like, he is riding that line. And there's a bunch of drunk people around him just... Just, just sauced. I was so surprised, like how prominent being drunk was in this episode. Because mm-hmm. these things air Sunday morning at six thirty a.m. That makes my head hurt. 
Like, I don't drink. That makes my head hurt. Like, you telling me that. 6.30 a.m.? Yeah. Six, Sunday? 6.30 is... No, it's... 6.30 is Common Rider. 7 is uh, Super Sentai. 7 o'clock, Sunday morning. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. I, don't, I mean, as a kid, sure... I mean, I was up at that time today because I'm a terrible sleeper, but jeez, man. And you making an episode about drunk people? <sighs> Ooh. Yeah. Pretty pretty strong content for... Uh, 7 a.m. on a Sunday? Yeah. yeah. For some morning... Uh, for a morning time slot. Yeah, so this, this uh, black metal Charlie Chaplin is juggling and leading this parade of drunk fools. He's also got the bottles on his fingers doing the uh, yeah. doing the warriors thing. Yeah, Kazu. Yeah, he does. Kazu confronts this uh, tofu daddy. <laughs> yeah, and he finds out that tofu daddy uses the drunken fist technique as well. well before this, uh, drunk Charlie Chaplin is wandering black, into the street. Black metal Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, <laughs> black metal Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, is leading the drunk patrol into the street mm-hmm. to be hit by a car, but he's going to be hit too, so he just kicks the car back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is what gets uh, Kazu's attention. Yeah, like, man, I need to find a way to take notes without taking my eyes off the screen because there's little, <laughs> there's little bits like that that I keep missing, but it's okay. That's why I watch intently and don't take notes. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should just watch intently and not take notes. But I feel you know, like there's this wonderful tool that we're using right now on mm-hmm. supersentai.com, mm-hmm. which takes the notes for us. Yeah, but there's there's some things I miss. There's some things I miss. They don't they don't even they don't even show that like there's a scene missing there. You know, like it's it's these are the cliff notes. You know. Yeah. I'm try to be more thorough about that. There's just some stuff I don't see because I'm looking down. Anyway, we shouldn't be talking this much about this boring stuff. Uh, uh, they So they get into a fight. Yeah. He turns into this, like, armored tofu yeah. uh, gorma monster. Yeah. And when <laughs> Kazu steps forward and he moves into the drunken fist, he's like, oh, you use the key in fist. Yeah. So I do, too. And the gorma moves into it as well. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Kazu hasn't done his uh, aura change. So yeah, like, they get into a little fight, and it forces Ka- Kazu into being the, uh, what is he, the Kieran Ranger? Yeah, the Kieran Ranger. Yeah, he or... becomes the Beer Ranger. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they do some battle, some more, and the Tofu Master has defeated. Yeah. Defeated him and said, we'll fight a different day. Machiko's father is surrounded by these tofu salesmen who just their aura makes them drunk. Yeah. This dude gets just plastered. Yeah. Hardcore by these. And, uh, like, he like he retells this to, uh, to Machiko and Kazu what happened. Yeah. Uh, Machiko's like, why'd they do that? I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go figure this out. He was followed by some men on bikes and he just got drunk. Yeah. Like, they had horns and everything, and they're just driving around, selling tofu. It's an interesting approach. It's yeah. An interesting uh, sales technique. When she goes to see why they did that, like, who who these uh, tofu uh, merchants work for, there are all these just wasted women buying tofu from these guys. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're capotros. Yeah. Of course they are. They 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 encircle the girl. They they <laughs> they, they circle the wagons around her and they just they and, just ride around her. And they they ride around her and they're like tofu tofu tofu. <laughs> yeah. I really like the Capotros in this episode cuz they've got a lot have, of personality. Yeah, yeah, that's what you say. Capotros have personality and I appreciate that too. Uh we don't really get the golems didn't really have personality. Putties have personality. Golems thing were just like, oh, you're gonna open up this book? Here I go, punch. Yeah. <laughs> golems don't really have personality. Putties have tons of personality. Yeah. As golems. we see, they have plenty of putty activities. <laughs> like they love to play soccer. They love all sports, honestly. Yeah. Like we see they love all sports. They love to dance. They do all they like to go out in the woods. They like playing with morphers. You know, they do silly stuff. Yeah, they're fun boys. Shoji and Daigo 
or uh, get there as uh, Machiko is, is encircled by them. And they get drunk. Kazu's there too. And oh, he gets Machiko away. Yeah, Kazu's able to bring Machiko away. But Shoji and Daigo get just lit up. Like, yeah, they defeat the Kapo- They get the Kapotros. They take care of them pretty easily. Yeah. But then uh, Drunken Tofu Master shows up and he's like, no, don't worry. And he takes a sip out of his... Uh, oh, ter- his name is Tofu Hermit, by the way. Oh, the Tofu Hermit. He comes yeah. and he takes a sip from his big alcohol drinking... It's it's a goblet. It's not a goblet. It's it's a carafe. <laughs> oh, the, 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 the juice vase? Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, no, he drink, drink, he's drinking from his beer vase. Yeah, he's drinking from his, like, his uh, sake case. Yeah. <laughs> And he takes a sip and he goes, don't worry, you guys will get drunk too. And he pulls out this horn and starts just blowing Rah. alcohol at them. And they're like, no, it's alcohol. Yeah, and they fall oh. to the ground and their noses are like red, comically cartoon red. Yeah, they're, they're so just so, laughing. Because they're so sauced time. up. Uh, they bring, uh, Kazu brings them to Kaku's lair, who's just like, this is a mess. Yeah. All right, well, let's sober these boys up. You yeah. have to go fight. Kazu. Yeah, Kazu's going to go handle it on his own, which is yeah. awesome. Kazu uh, confronts Tofu Hermit, and he sees that he has Machiko held hostage high above because that's how how Gorma handled their problems. Yeah. They throw it off cliffs, which is primarily kids. But, like... They, th- they throw it off high, high places. So, for her, they're like, yeah, we'll just smash her with Tofu. And it's like, Tofu something, not Gorma Tofu. And he does this, like show of force where he smashes all these like cement rings mm-hmm. he goes but we're not gonna fight we're gonna have a drinking contest yeah okay. if you can out drink me yeah all right i'll destroy myself and release the girl yeah um so rio and rin have the task of sobering up daigo and shoji and yeah. it's, it's really funny because ryu has them both by the neck at, and he sits them down and he's just filling a tub with water and ice yes and then he just dunks them in it and they're freaking out then rin comes in with a cup and is making them drink it and it's apparently extremely hot yeah and it's just shocking their system it's really i've never i get that makes sense you know that makes sense to like shock you sober yeah, yeah, like, but it is well, like like ice water and hot coffee are the two things that yeah, like, yeah. So they're, they're doing doing yeah. both, like splashing your face and making you drink really hot coffee. Yes, just it's really funny because these boys are basically in their underwear as <laughs> as Rio uh, plays as Rio and Rin play uh, Daddy and Mommy with their two drunk boys. Yes, uh, uh, so we cut back to the immortal the tofu the hermit. tofu hermit. Yeah. And he's drinking up his sake, which he says is made of, uh... It's like... It's Gorma it's like bugs 99% and... like 99% or some crazy it, thing. Yeah, he says it's made up of Gorma... Gorma bugs and poisonous plants, and it's 90 proof. Yeah, 90... Which is yeah, 45% alcohol. 90 proof, yeah. And he's been fermenting it for 6,000 years. Yeah, so he has this... He just has a bowl of it. Yeah, he's it's a, a big, humongous bowl. It's a big old bowl... That he is just chugging on it. He has Kazu do the same, and Kazu drinks it, and and Tofu's like, you know what? You may be my enemy, but that's impressive. Yeah, you drank that, and you're alive? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Kazu falls to the ground, though, because he's like, I'm pretty drunk. Tofu steps on him, and then he just produces this cleaver. Yeah. Which is terrifying. And And when he brings it... you up like Tofu. When he brings it down, Kazu catches the blade. Just slaps it between his hands and then kicks him. So I thought that this was going to turn into like a drunken fist fight where he's using real drunken fists, moving out of the way, not knowing and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, he's a he's powered up by the by the sauce. Yeah, yeah, and he's just just going with it. But it turns out Kazu has like a real. What did he say? He uh he was drinking water because when he knocks the tofu hermit back, yeah, tofu hermit uh. Orders the Kotpotros. He goes, get him. And then immediately, two Kotpotros start attacking. And he's yeah. like, kill the girl. Yeah, yeah. So the Kotpotros are fighting each other. Kazu's kind of getting himself up. And the I've, tofu I've, drops on the girl. Yeah, I've, the Kotpotros, that you pointed out, the ones that are fight like, the two of them are specifically using staffs. Yes. Which 
keyed you in. I thought it was just funny because the cop poachers were also drunk in this scene. I just thought that the cop, when he's like, all right, fight. And the cop poachers like, okay. And they just start punching each other, you know, like, because they're drunk. Yeah. But turns out it was uh, Shoji and Daigo in disguise. Yeah, the when, stars of the show. Yeah, when <laughs> the when the tofu block drops, you think uh, Machiko's crushed. But the tofu block, when when the camera pans, it's cut in half. And in between is Ryo and Rin. Yeah. Rin having Machiko and, and Ryo standing in between. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a, it's real, it's real awesome stuff. So when the fight takes place, like we do a whole henshin thing and the fight takes place between everybody. Uh, everybody is using their signature weapons. So yeah. like the double dragon swords, the nunchuck, the lion, uh, staff. Yeah. Phoenix spear. Yeah. So they all use their, their weapons and except for. Except for Kazu, he doesn't use his his main weapon. Yeah, he doesn't use a nine section staff, but he uses something like the same way. How I said it was like a rope dog. Yeah, the weighted rope, you know, like kind of thing. He has a gourd, the Kirin gourd, which is pretty dope. But first, uh, when 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 uh, Kazu's fighting him, he's just styling on Tofu because like Tofu does this swipe above. He bends backwards, he swipes under, and he does this like cool like kip up. Like the, it's so dope, but. After that, like, Tofu gets all of his hits in, and they kind of do it in this. It's really stressful for me to watch, yeah. but like he does a slash down, and they show uh, someone cutting through Tofu, but they're like cleavering it, but their hand is under it, and that yeah. was super stressful. Yeah, yeah, it was like a block of Tofu they're cutting yeah. through, and he's like side slash, and then they like sides, they yeah. land the cleaver through it, and through then the he's side. a vertical chop, and yeah. then he just chops it up, and like all these hits, all of these are hitting him. Uh, when he uses the gourd, though, like, he, he, like, bashes him with it, but when it comes at him, uh, Tofu Hermit drinks it. Yeah, he, like, catches it. He's like, take a sip. Okay, how about another drink? I'm an alcoholic. I'm gonna sip. Yeah. He does it, and he does it, like, like, he wraps it around his elbow and stuff, like the rope dog stuff, and he catches it perfectly. It is beautifully choreographed. Oh, man, it was so sick. I had to rewind it. Yeah, you, like, because I missed it, because, again, doing my diligent note-taking nonsense that apparently isn't very useful in the end. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, like, you know what? I get the names down here, you know, because we we find out that the gourd is filled with terribly special chi-powered sake. Yes. That just floors... Uh, tofu Hermit. Yeah. When Tofu Hermit is drunk, it's just like, this is the technique. And he was like, we just get him leveled and then we punch him. <laughs> like, like yeah. we, we just get this man horribly drunk and while he's trying to figure out what plane of existence he's on, we're going to throat punch him until he's dead. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> that's uh, really the technique. But, like, what he does is he, like, powers up his fist and gets these huge blocks on his fist. And it's Yeah, the, 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 the technique called Headache Fist. Heaven Star it, Technique Headache Fist? No, it's the Headache Fist is what it, like, the technique is. Then the move is called Heavenly Time Star True Fist Thrust. Oh, yeah. Where he gets big blocky fists. Yeah. And he just, bam, right in the chest. <laughs> yeah, he just lays them out. It's dope. Tofu, you know, he's got to use his enlargement bomb. And Tofu does the best yet against our man, Dairenno, because he fights, he's more agile than Dairenno, and he's able to knock Dairenno's sword away, and he catches it. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he starts slashing on him. And it's kind of crazy how humongous Dairenno's sword looks yeah. in, uh, in the, the hands Tofu of, Hermit's hands. Yeah, it's big. Uh, Kazu, oh, what's something you pointed out that's really cool? Anytime... You know, whoever whoever's episode it is, they're in the forefront of the ranger formation yeah. when they call for stuff. It's really, really cool. Yeah. It's a nice touch. The trope of, like, oh, we're a heavenly star, Tenma, yes. Kirin, ho all of it. The center ranger is who the episode is about. Yeah. Whoever the focus is for that episode is leading the charge. And it's dope because it's almost always red. And in this show, there has not been many episodes about the red ranger. There hasn't been, and this is literally the first episode about the Yellow Ranger, Kazu. Uh, when he takes the sword, Kazu calls for the finisher. He still, uh, well, what is he, it? He doesn't call for the finisher first. He does, uh, he does Ki-chang the, shot. Ki-chung shot. Yeah, which they've done a couple times. Yeah. They, and he powers up the gem in the King Sword. 
yeah, the the feedback from the energy in the sword is enough to knock uh, knock it out of Tofu's hands. Yeah, he can't hold on to that power. The sword gets knocked at him. Direno gets it, and then just you know, storm and slash, storm and slash. You're done. You're over. It done was so. it was kind of crazy. Yeah, great fight, great sequence. How we end this is a little bit of funny, funny goof, goof, where all the boys and Rin are helping sell tofu while Kazu sits in his nice car and eats tofu. Yeah, because like, homemade tofu is his favorite meal. He could eat yeah. it every day. Yeah, now now Amachiko's father's shop is booming with business. Things are it's a good it's a good happy ending when uh, Kazu is eating his tofu in his car. Shoji and Daigo come up and start blowing their horns in his ear, and it, like he had, he pulls his hand away to cover his ears, and when he does that, Rin steals his tofu with Ryu, and they run off. And they're like, "Come help us sell this tofu." Yeah, and <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. Man, like okay, so we've had at least one episode about each of the Die Ranger. Yeah. Who's your who's your person right now? I like Kazu from the start just because he was a hairdresser. You know that was like unique. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just you don't see that. You know that was really cool that he's like you know he's not a super masculine guy. He's a he's a hairdresser. He's a stylist, man. He's got style. He likes to dress nice. He drives nice cars. The dude cares about his image. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, Rin has been real cool. Unfortunately, Ryo hasn't gotten a lot of play. I mean, except for the daddy episodes. Except for the daddy episodes, for sure, for sure. Uh, Daigo has gotten the most episodes, and he's kind of the most nuanced because of it. I mean, he works at a pet shop, you know. He's a serious, like, by-the-book kind of dude, you know. His chi is matching with the peacock goddess. Yeah, he's got a big he's got a big heart underneath that tough exterior and all that. Shoji, you know, you know, Shoji's endearing. He's a hothead. Shoji's really endearing because he's he's all emotion, you know. Yeah, it's really it's really awesome, but probably I mean, and after this, it's probably probably got to be Kazu, man. Like Kazu is just he's that flashy fighting, like this the the weapons he has, like the headache fist, like he was just the coolest sequence so far, when it comes to just the raw, uh, ranger fighting monster stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I have to agree, but it's. I think it's because I've been like dying for a Kazu episode. Same, yeah. Like I, you want, I wanted a Kazu episode as bad as I wanted a Dan episode in in um, Zeo Ranger, which we never really got. No, we got one or two. Did we get one or two? Like the ramen shop one. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that. Yeah, that was a Dan episode. I only know that because I edit these. And I edit <laughs> right, right, right. Recently. Yeah, like. Yeah. It, He's like down where it's like, it feels like he doesn't get enough play for it. But um, now that we had this episode and we see Kazu handle things and how he is, like it's, Kazu's cool. Kazu's, Kazu's a cool dude. Yeah. I think that's a real cool cat. I feel like I've had my fill of Shoji and Daigo for a little bit. Yeah. So I need some more Rin and Ryu episodes. Mm-hmm. I would, yeah, I would like for the next episode to be Ryu. Uh I'd appreciate that, or or a Rin episode, like you said. Either one would be excellent. Uh, well, Rin has the backstory. Yeah, Rin, so. and Rin has like that whole uh, highest pot- potential, highest of potential of all of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like to see more of that develop, and like how cool she becomes. You know, like, yeah, that that'd be real neat. Uh, but <laughs> Die Ranger is a real, just easy to digest, sit down, watch enjoy yourself kind of show you know so i really enjoyed zero ranger but like from jump street of die ranger i think i've enjoyed it more Mm. i don't know if you feel the same way we haven't had it's defining like house fight yet (laughs) you know we haven't had that yeah we haven't had the hype moments yet but we have had we've since we've gotten to properly we've gotten properly introduced to the rangers individually yeah like it's yeah i I agree with you from uh jump street here it's been a it's been a good time uh getting to know these rangers and stuff like that i mean i don't know why like i understand branding and stuff like that and how they really wanted the power rangers brand to be what it was yeah but i just don't see why we didn't get this yeah 
Well, the suits are awesome. You yeah. Know? Like, the suits are so... We could have kept the dope. same kids. It's like... Yeah, but it was it's like a thing where it's just... I know it's they, brand recognition. It's, it's brand. Bad. It's brand recognition, and it's also like we're dumb. <laughs> you know, like we want like to not not be like put off by like oh why do they look different. You know, like it's. I mean, it took them a long, long while to adopt the Super Sentai. You know, sort of thing. Yeah, it, took it was them. Lost Lost Galaxy. It took them till oh well, like getting new teams. Yeah, yeah it took them till Lost Galaxy. Or and Lost Galaxy still had. Uh, Astronomer. Yeah, still had Astronomer. So, like, so technically, Lightspeed. It took till, like, Lightspeed to properly do the Super Sentai formula because it's just, it's just shows aren't done that way here. Yeah. Everything has, everything, like, has, like, it's uh, for a, everything has to be like an existing IP and there has to be some kind of recognition like you said. It's hard to just jump straight into stuff. It's always like such a gamble. You know, yeah. it goes like, oh, here's Street Sharks. What? You know, it's, just, it's Street Sharks, you know? It's like, just just, just watch it. Street Sharks, you know? Power Rangers, same way. It's like, oh, that's great. Let's go on to season two. Well, we have no more footage of this series, so, you know, what are we going to do? But like, We'll make it work. Yeah, instead of going, well, let's do the next series in the in uh super sentai we'll just make it work and they kind of stubbornly stuck to that because uh, just out of fear that you know viewership will go down i get it you get it yeah but these so far these like moves and stuff like the weapons it's all been I don't know. Maybe there's like an air of coolness to well, it or something, or slickness, or the tone know. of the show is completely different because like each series gets its own director. Yeah. So, like the person that directed Zoo Ranger didn't touch Die Ranger. And there's um, there's kind of like a nice middle ground of severity with kind of like levity in this show. It's been more serious in parts than Zero Ranger for sure. You know, you got kid death going on, yeah. you know, and threatening to chop people up and whatnot, and dolls with guns. You know, like Ugh. you, you got some, you got some stuff happening here. You got uh, mirrors that tongue people. You know, like you got, you got, you got some stuff, man. <laughs> and like just the tones, like drinking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're they're very different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Die Ranger has been very enjoyable so far. Yeah. I've, like, it's it's so easy to get through. It's uh, it's just well done. I follow it. I feel like every episode, nothing runs too long, you know? Nothing runs too short, you know? And when it's a to-be-continued or whatever, it's like a two-parter. Have we had a two-parter? I mean, like, everything, yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. been... They kind of all flow into each other, don't they? Yeah. Like, they, like, it's... Even though, like, this one didn't flow from um, uh, uh, the Goss Magnet, it's still, the passage of time is well conveyed. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, I think we're going to call it here for today. Yeah. So, thank you so much for listening to our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate you. If you think that we did uh, something great here, and you want to give us a little something extra, and you like VR Troopers, you can head on over... It would be great. Maybe something neat. (laughs) Maybe you think we did something neat. You can head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash powerplaythrough and uh, donate to our Patreon. We're doing episodes about the Boom comics, and we're doing episodes about VR Troopers right now. Yeah. That'll always expand to more. There's enough shows to go on for eternity. Yep. Um... Mm -hmm. We want to thank Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. You can get that at rainer.bandcamp.com. Over there, you can get your digital download of our music and the rest of their music. Which is real good. Yep. You can get yourself also whatever merch you need because they carry everything. They're wrestling fans. Mm -hmm. They make merch to please. Yep. (laughs) Uh, If you You want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at P Playthrough. Instagram's Power Playthrough. Mm-hmm. Other than that, do we have anything else to promote? 
Uh, I feel like there's something, but probably not. Are we going to be anywhere? Uh, by the time this one comes out, no, we'll have already been at Sapicon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we didn't, okay. So, so yeah. that's everything. May the power protect you.